Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. On the sporting theme, what an amazing year it has been for Irish sports women and Limerick sports women. Of course, we were talking about that in the Olympics in the context uh, of the hockey. And, uh, and then we had uh, Roisin Nirian in the Paralympics doing an amazing job as well. And only in the last few days, a triumphant homecoming for the golfer Leona Maguire to Cavan after her unbelievable performance in her debut in the Solheim Cup in golf. Well, Jackie Hurley, who is uh, well known to us uh, here and of RTE as well, has brought out another book. Girls Play 2 Two, if you see what I mean, because there was a one. <laughs> Girls Play 2 Book 2 and Jackie's on the line. Hello, how are you? Hey Joe, good to hear you. How yeah, are you getting on? Yeah, not too bad at all. Um, so- a bit apprehensive before I went, Joe, because you know yourself, like for so long, we kind of got the call that it was actually we were going I was delighted but the restrictions were pretty severe it was like mass 24-7 outside in the 38 degree heat you you had very little contact with people you know you really had to be very very careful of keeping the contacts down all for the right reasons but it just made it very challenging what made it brilliant though was the Irish success and just to watch the medals in particular was just so special and you realise how privileged you are when nobody else gets to go there because I think like, you know, you and I obviously have been Olympic fans for a long time. You get to watch the moments like Katie Taylor in London 2012, and you nearly take it for granted that you're going to have huge audiences watching this. And then you think about Kelly Harrington nine years after Katie, and you could hear a pin drop in the arena when she won her medal. So very different experiences, but ones I will genuinely treasure for the rest of my life. It was amazing. And fingers crossed, all going well on to Paris uh, in three years' time, uh, closer uh, physically, and hopefully without restrictions if you're out there then. Yeah, fingers crossed. And the other thing is the time difference. Like, I mean, I was obviously doing the through the night coverage for TV and, you know, which is great out there because it was daytime. But back here, sure, like my mother was like, I had to set my alarm at two o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning. I was like, ma'am, like, when are you sleeping? Like, are you okay? <laughs> like, I think people's body clocks were just all over the place. Um, and, and I remember talking to you about the first book uh, that you brought out, Girls Play 2. Um, and boy, even since then, have we seen women rise to prominence in sport yeah oh my god like this year in particular joe has just been one like no other and like people always say to me you know what's the greatest success of it all and i was like well i think the greatest success is that it's all on tv you know like if you'd have asked me five years ago would the landscape have could i have seen it like this probably not like you even look at the weekend just gone and like Okay, Leona Maguire is an absolute superstar. I think the world is finally seeing that. But, like, she stars in a Salheim Cup that's live on Sky Sports across the afternoon. You've got Katie McCabe playing for Arsenal against Chelsea live on Sky Sports on a Sunday afternoon. You've got Katie George, Dunleavy and Eve McChrystal live on RTE winning Paralympic medals. Katie Taylor is on a subscription service that millions of people are paying for. You know, and then you've got the Mead Ladies footballers live on TG Carr on a Sunday afternoon. Like, across the channels, all of them, women's sport is now dominating the agenda and I just, I couldn't have seen that. And like you mentioned the book, like the one thing that I love the most about this is the amount of messages that I get from parents, from teachers who are saying, oh yeah, my daughter's been reading all about Kelly Harrington or Rachel Blackmore or Katie Taylor or whoever it is. And it seems like the more success they have, the more kids are going back and reading the book. And I suppose it's just bringing along a generation of fans that maybe weren't there before. And it's lovely that they can really appreciate the success as well. That, has, that to me 
has been the big, the biggest success for the book, really. Yeah, we're chatting to Jackie Hurley about uh, Girls Play 2, Book 2, More Inspiring Stories of Irish Sportswomen. And it is about the colour, it is about the illustrations as well as the text, isn't it? You know, you are trying to uh, attract the eye of kids. Yeah, and to be honest, like part of it was actually making sure that I could get the illustrators to come back on board. So once I reached out to Sinead Colloran, Rachel Corcoran, Jennifer Farley, Jennifer Murphy and Lauren O'Neill, the five of them, like in the first place, I wanted five strong female Irish illustrators because I wanted the book to kind of showcase more than just the sports talent, that there was lots of other talent out there. And once I got the five of them to come on board, I just said, do you want to do another one? And they were like, 100%, yeah. Like, and even when I was writing the acknowledgements, I was like, half of this is just getting the band back together again. And when everybody said they'd be part of it, I knew that we'd have something special because the illustrations that they did for the first book is, like genuinely, even my kids, the first thing that pulls them in is the picture. And then they want to read about the athlete, which is, you know, when you know you have something that looks phenomenal, like they've really done an amazing job with them. To me, they're what, makes the book successful because even the athletes like Phil Healy's in this book and I was showing it to her whenever she was helping me launch it and uh, she was like oh my god like even my thumb even the way I hold my thumb like Jen Murphy got it exactly right and when the athletes love the picture that really helps because then you know they're all ringing me asking me for copies of it and they want to share it and like I think they get such a kick out of it as well like, you know, even when I was saying to them, will you give me your autograph because I want to put it in the book. Like, they were all practicing their autograph and making sure they got it right for kids and all as well. So the athletes are getting a big kick out of it as well and, and that definitely helps too. Yeah, and the colour in it is just phenomenal. And the other thing that I really love about it is you have picked such a wide range of sports, sports that are massively prominent in Ireland and some maybe not as much. Yeah, and to be honest, that was one of the things I really wanted to do, Joe, because like, look, you and I know a lot of the sports that we generally tend to cover is like soccer, rugby and Gaelic games, you know, and they they get a lot of prominence, rightly so in Ireland. But like, there's a lot of other sports out there. And I guess I just wanted to show teachers and parents that if your kids, boys and girls are aspiring to be other things that they're out there. So in this book, you've got Nicole Drought, who's a, a racing car driver. You've got Eastie Britain, who's a surfer. There's Paralympians in there, basketball players you know, triathletes. And I, I suppose it's just about showing people the multitude of sports that are out there and hoping that there's something for everyone. And like, listen, don't get me wrong, there's still other sports I'd love to include as well. And when you're trying to pick the athletes, trust me when I say that is the hardest part about it all because like, how do you equate, like I, I never wanted this to be these are the best athletes in Ireland. I wanted it to be a cross-section of some of the best athletes in Ireland because like, who wants to make that inevitable list and who do you leave out? So really, yes. I'd love this to be a series that showcases loads of sports people. And equally, the other thing is, I'd love to do a boys one as well. Because like, you know, when we're having this discussion all the time about trying to make things better for girls, you have to be conscious that you're not making it worse for boys by not giving them something and actually excluding them. So hopefully in the next couple of years, I'd like to do a boys play too as well. Because I think if you are trying to strive for genuine equality, you should be giving them something too. So, and my son constantly reminds me of that. When are you doing my boys one? So sure. I'll eventually get around to that too. Jackie, would you be worried that the pandemic will have caused boys and girls to lose interest in sport? Yeah, that was actually a big fear. Like even I'm involved with my son's under seven football and hurling coaching. And we thought that we were going to have a big drop off, but actually in the first couple of weeks, there was a bit of that because people were, you know, during the pandemic, it's very difficult to try to get people to kind of stay motivated at home and all that. But we've actually noticed an upward trend in numbers coming back now. And I think maybe it's because 
kids were off and they realized how much they missed it. I think the one thing is, and for any parents who are listening and wondering, oh God, what, how much have they lost out on? I think at, particularly at, at a young age, it's actually about just making sure that they enjoy it again. Because I think kids, there was a lot of anxiety there. There was a lot of worry about, you know, what am I missing out on? Am I going to get to see my friends? And actually, I have found, even in my own experiences, just getting back out onto the pitch and trying to reintroduce them to the enjoyment of the game, you'd be surprised because when they go back and tell their friends, they'll bring a lot more of them back with them. So there was definitely a nervous apprehension at the beginning about what they'd lost out on. But I hope that that's coming around now, that kids are just realizing that, look, everybody's in the same boat and we just need to try to get back to what we loved before the pandemic hit. Now, Jackie Harley, you're a proud Cork woman, but you have very strong Limerick connections, as we know, including in the family. So I'd say it was an interesting All-Ireland hurling oh, final for you, was it? Joe, when I tell you now, I had a house full of Limerick people from Palace, from Kildaimo, from all down your neck of the woods. And then I had my family trying to come up and I said, lads, listen, it's like this. We're all going to the match. We're all friends. Will we just make sure that we come home friends? But none of us could have seen what was going to happen. My God, we just took such a beating that I couldn't go home for hours. I had to send them away. I was like, out you go. Good luck. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> but um, I tell you what, that's an amazing Limerick team, Joe. Like, you know, I think everybody in Limerick over the last couple of years has watched them coming through. And I know it might be premature for people to say they're they're one of the greatest teams of all time. But watching them, they're just a joy to watch. I mean, they could win another couple of All-Irelands. That's how good they are. Just even even when they were beating Cork, which is obviously very very hard when your own county is involved, it's hard not to be in awe of them, and it's hard not to be in awe of how they carry themselves off the pitch as well. Like John Kyle is just a phenomenal man, and what he's done with that group of players and Caroline Curd and everybody that's been involved, Paul Kinnark, with just how they carry themselves is equally as impressive as what they do on the pitch. And finally, Jackie, aside from Kelly Harrington. What, for you, was your outstanding moment of the Olympics that you covered in Tokyo? Well, I love the rowers. I've always loved the rowers. And to be honest, the women's four, to me, maybe it's because it was the first medal of the Games, or maybe it's because it was one that like Irish people who weren't rowing fans didn't see coming, and that there was a surprise element to that one. I just loved it. I loved everything about how they were, you know, that they weren't afraid to have a bit of crack. They were smiling. They had the orange scrunchies. We kind of had a bit of crack with that on the TV as well, and it was just, I think to me, it was showing, and again, maybe it's part of the role modeling piece around women in sport that's really important, but it's just showing people that the effort that they put in in, a, in you know, a short window, like in one Olympic cycle, they managed to build a boat, get that many people committed and make something really work. And it just shows in Ireland, if we put the facilities and structures behind like good sports, we have chances to win Olympic medals and rowing and boxing have proved that, but that medal in particular Meant a meant an awful lot to an awful lot of people, and I just I loved being there and watching that. That to me now is one of the moments I'll remember for a very long time as well. Okay, and you're back from jet lag country, and you're you're back <laughs> on normal time and all that. Just about now. It <laughs> took a while. It. I won't lie now. It, it took would. a while, but yeah. it was a great summer though. And you know what, Joe? The one thing is, when you've missed sport for so long, you realise how much you love it. Yeah. And look at the summer we've just put down. Like it's just been amazing to see it because. God, I really, really missed it during the pandemic and it was lovely to be back right in the middle of it again. Super, super. All right, Jackie, great to chat to you. And uh, you it's too. Girls Play 2, Book 2, more inspiring stories of Irish sportswomen in all good bookshops, as they say. And whether it's uh, for a, a girl or a boy, I think it is really representative of the way Irish sport is going and all the better for it. Uh, Jackie Hurley, thanks a million. Great to chat to you. 
Thanks a million, Joe. Take care. Cheers. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.